If you're not in shape, it might be daunting. But the beautiful thing about Peloton, and I, I'm not selling you a Peloton. I'm not getting your money. The beautiful thing about Peloton, legit, there is a starting point. You can do slow, easy rides. And then all of a sudden, you'll find yourself going, oh, that was too easy. And then you'll try the next thing. And that'll be a little more difficult. And you move on and you progress. And all of a sudden, you're doing 1,000 calories a day and, and in six months. And you didn't think you'd be able to do it. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast. Episode 209. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. Hi. This is another day where we haven't talked to each other. That's true. <laughs> we literally just That's sat true. down to record this and we haven't spoken. Not. I'm not a big fan of these days. Yeah. Because it usually means there is chaos. Yes. We both had chaos. Yes. Yeah. And I, it's really bad when both of us have chaos. Yes. Like it's bad enough when one of us has chaos. I had but, to deal with artist egos today. Oof. And it's even, it's, it's one thing when you're dealing with artist egos who are currently popular, but when you're dealing with artist egos who haven't been popular for like 35 years that's that's a little different it's a whole different that's, thing that, that's i don't have a whole lot of patience for that <laughs> <laughs> so uh so anywho by the way i have to tell everybody what do you well, yeah i'm gonna do it okay tom hit one million pounds on tonal not that on the scale he's People lifted a million pounds on tonal which means I've been using it for a million days. I just <laughs> no. One that's pound not a true. day. No. I go down and just do one pound and no. then I'm done. And I say I tonaled. It's a huge accomplishment and you should uh, be proud. So. Okay. There. I don't do well with those sorts of accomplishments. No. Well, too bad. We all are proud of you. <laughs> well, Suck it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be proud, Tom. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what do you got in store for people this week? I don't know. Uh, we're going to talk about um, new products. Okay. Because we had a, I don't know where you stacked it in here and how you addressed it, but it was technically a visit from the Peloton Profit. Okay. So I don't know how you listed that. We've got new classes. We've got Peloton in the news, of course. And then we've got a visit from Dr. Jen. She's going to talk about when people in your life won't acknowledge your changing goals. Okay. And uh, then we have a visit from Angelo from MetPro, and we talk about how to get protein in your diet. <laughs> Uh-huh. And how to know... I'll get some protein in your diet. <laughs> how to know when you need to add protein to your diet. Also, we'll talk about the new artist series. We'll hit some birthdays and celebrations. We're all over the place. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. We'll be there. We will be there. And while you're there, you should leave a review. We have a new review. Yay! New reviews kind of cheer me up. Do they? On these days. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's like a good thing. This is from Xtina Sabatini. Okay. Okay. That's fun to say. And then are the maybe it's Sabatini? Because their leaderboard name is Tiny Dancer or Teeny Dancer, because it's T I N I, so it could go either way. Okay. But it says uh 
better than true crime. Oh, which wow, that's whoa, the hottest genre in podcasting. <laughs> I'm quite feel the, pretty. Yeah, wow. quite the compliment. <laughs> I don't know why it has taken me so long to listen to the clip out. Probably because I get sucked into true crime. <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I am so glad I finally tuned in. I am binge listening now because there is so much great info in each episode. Also, they're fun to listen to. Yay! They're so well spoken, kept my attention for the entire show, and they happen to interview some pretty cool people. Also, I have to say, Crystal's laugh is the best. Aww. It's so genuine and contagious over the airways. Keep the episodes coming, clip out. <laughs> you found fan. Tiny or teeny dancer So well, thank you Thank you Yes By the way Teeny dancer Not everyone agrees with you On my laugh yeah. <laughs> it, 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 we, For about every Like 20 We get from people That like it We get one that's like Just doesn't like joy yeah, So you true. know What are you gonna do So uh, where was that In the shameless books Oh we also have A Facebook page <laughs> Facebook.com Slash the clip out While you're there Like the page Join the group If you're hearing Stuff on the show About articles News pictures Links You want to You want to find them But you don't know Where to go to find them I have an easy solution for you. You swing on by the clipout.com, you sign up for the newsletter, and you will get a weekly, mostly, email <laughs> that uh, provides all that to you in one easy to digest uh, digest. One fell swoop. Yes. And finally, if you want to watch the episodes, you can do that at youtube.com slash the clipout. So that's just another way to check us out. Or if you want to see when we interview someone famous, you want to actually see the words coming out of their face. Or like when John Mills says something especially funny, or you want to yeah. check out his new Grandpa Shark shirt. There you go. There's all kinds of reasons. You want to see what nerd shirt I have on this week? Yes, you Space can. Ghost. Oh, don't ruin it. Now oh, I don't need to go to it. the YouTube channel. But uh, but yeah, you can swing on by there. So uh, anyway, there's all that. Let's uh, Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Run, lift, and live with John Mills. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is John Mills. Hello, John. Hi. How's it going? It's happening. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We all had really shitty days at work, so we're all tr oh trying to gosh. pretend to be friendly. <laughs> Try. I'm trying hard. I'm trying to go extra to like make me meet in the middle or something. I don't know. You were already extra on every day, so I don't know if we can contain right. you on our screen if you go any more extra. <laughs> And try, I'm, I'm trying. No, you're doing great. You're doing great. So uh, you uh, posted this week in your group, Run, Lift, Live, about Peloton CFO Jill Woodworth get a uh, talk with J.P. Morgan from Gong Show fame, right? <laughs> no. No? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> we can't expect Tom to focus on bad so, days. <laughs> J.P. Morgan was on the Gong Show, damn it. Okay, he was. Sure. She. I love the Gong she, Show. Yeah. But you also, took it back, though, with the Gong Show. Yeah. I'm kicking it old school. But it's also a company. Oh, if you yeah. say so. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Okay, so so John, tell us what was super notable about what she had to say. Well, whenever I see an investor that one Peloton.com that there's going to be an event that includes Jill Woodworth speaking, I tend to like throw that in my calendar because Jill tends to like kind of exude confidence relative to the company. So you know, from a, an investor perspective, it always makes you feel you makes you feel good kind of listening to her speak. And then she always dropped a little tidbit here and there, not a big divulge, but it's just always something that you go, oh, that's interesting. Right. That's cool. So I tend to drop it in my calendar this week. It's been a crazy week. So the prompt came up to say, oh, she, you know, Jill's talking right now, but I missed it until the, it had been going on for 10 minutes. So then I'm scrambling to get on. But anyways, by the time I got on, I, got, I guess I got on a good time. She was talking about the Tread Plus 
and the commercial space. And the question was around whether or not there's interest in Peloton products from a commercial perspective. And she was specifically talking about the Tread Plus, talking about there was, there was interest from a pre-core and a commercial space perspective in the Tread Plus. And she also went in to say that when they had bikes, I don't know if they still do, but when they had bikes in like hotels, they would get like, from every one bike they placed, they would get like seven bike sales. So all of that was interesting to me. It was as if we're kind of going back to, potentially back to this space of having product in hotels and gyms. And the idea of there's interest in Tread Plus in the commercial space, like the idea of that in gyms and or hotels was interesting to kind of hear. So that was cool kind of hearing that. And then also, you know, we heard about in the pop, the, the Peloton output facility and that in that announcement they talked about that facility making a bike and a bike plus and a tread but they didn't say anything about a tread plus but then as you're thinking okay what happened to the tread plus so listening to jill talk in those terms she was very definitive like their path is we're, we're continuing this tread tread plus combined kind of deal so that was all kind of comforting and informational and interesting Okay. Sounds cool. Okay. Uh, she yeah, also she also mentioned here one of the things you said about um, the strength is that the strength item. She she did comment that you might see multiple different strength products. So that yeah. I thought that was interesting because that matches that matches what I've heard. <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> little tidbit that I kind of just caught in what she was kind of uh, trying to relay there. So. Okay. Yeah, that's why I kind of posted about that. I don't know what that means. I don't whether, either. Whether they're not they're completely different disciplines. I mean, or the, I mean, same discipline, but different products in that common discipline. Or does it mean different components that make up a common product for the discipline? Or I don't know what that means. But well, when we when we get to the Peloton profit, we'll dig into that a little bit more from a different direction. How about that's that? What we're talking about. Okay. We're talking <laughs> okay. About. But yeah. Anyway, that's always, always kind of cool. Listen to Jill. Absolutely. Fun for me. (laughs) So then you also found from Seeking Alpha, which I can't look at. (laughs) I know. Are you Seeking Alpha? (laughs) I still think it sounds like a hookup site. (laughs) But uh, so uh, since I can't see it, all I can do is judge from the URL what it's about. And apparently 370033 hyphen peloton this is some interesting stuff it's fascinating yeah i am riveted so i think it had to do with the fact that basically (laughs) they're still they're still calling uh peloton strong and a a good pick and i'm i'm starting to see more analysts say that would you agree that that's the gist of it john (laughs) yeah i think from john foley's kind of the presence of his statement during the earnings call to the the announcements that came after that and the realization of how quickly it looks like they'll be able to kind of revol- resolve the issues to this announcement of this new facility. I mean, all these things that keep dropping just sound like business as usual, continued growth, right? And so I think because of that, you're just hearing the analysts consistently come out and going, oh, yeah, we're yeah, we're on board. We were always on board. Yeah, but, yeah. Know, Don't look at us. Just... What? There wasn't that bad day, <laughs> bad few weeks, nothing to see here. Right. <laughs> and so J- JMP, uh, JMP, I think it is, right, is, is basically- um, I'm sorry, JPM in this scenario is just saying that I, I guess they put out a list of like their top picks. Yeah. And Peloton's on that that list. You know, at one point, you know, the thought my thought was, you know, maybe that's reasoning a, around 
you know, the 10% gain today. Like, yeah, I know, right? Like, I don't know, but I, I look at Nautilus and they're up 7%. I mean, there might be other factors. I'm sure there are many other factors. I don't know if that aligns or not, but... I think yeah, that's a good uh, point. I think I think it might be a lot of things because like we know there's new products on the way that got leaked and we know that the entire market is up like you said Nautilus other other things are up today too and maybe combined with those confident statements from John Foley and seeing all the signals be that like like you said business as usual maybe Right. Or it could just be that people are spending money today and it's a holiday coming up and they're feeling good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it was a good day. I don't it know. was a good day. <laughs> I saw and then it. after market, I just looked, they were up another, you know, one and a half percent or something. Oh, so. really? That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We're on the yes, gong so. show. We just got it's, to the gong show. It's J.P. Morgan on the gong show. <laughs> there she is. There she is. There she is. J.P. Morgan. It's J-A-Y-E-P. Yes, Morgan. Okay. That's probably how she didn't get sued. It's <laughs> <is> my guess. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. Okay. A visit from the Peloton Prophet. Well, that gets everybody's attention when you hear the Peloton Prophet has made an arrival. All right. So... I got it. I have some information. Okay, so we all know that the New York Post leaked this week that there's this new gadget coming that... um, Right. Okay, so... I have heard some things. I have heard that this is the strength item that I had talked about that that was coming in the fall of 2020. So as far as timing goes, it's going to be strength. It's going to be fall of 2020. Wait, I keep saying 2020. It's 2021. We I need lost to. I, a year. I, Don't I did. take us I, back to 2020. I know. Yeah. Nobody wants us back. to go back well, there. Like it feels I'm not like, going. It, it feels does. like in a lot of ways we never had a 2020. It does. Like Third Eye Blind, we are losing a whole year. Okay. So yeah. Twa- yeah. fall of 2021 is what I meant to say. Okay. okay. But, John, I got pictures of this device. I'm not allowed to post them, but. But she can yeah. describe them I like was, old-timey radio. Yes. So here oh, we go. Man. All right. It's okay. um I don't know if you ever saw a Connect device that sat on an Xbox, you know, one back in the old yes. school days. Okay. I had one of them. Okay. So yeah. picture like a, a an oval, okay? Yeah, yeah. And and it and yeah. it looks it's about like this big, okay? And it's right. it's going to yeah. be able to sit on the television. It has a camera in it. It has um, an ability has- to plug in what looks to be an HDMI type of cord and another plug okay. that I can't identify. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it has a microphone on it as well. So uh, here's okay. here's some predictions. I believe it's going to have a remote that is not shown. I believe it's going to okay. sit on top of your television using a clamp or a stand. And yep. that uh, it might even be able to like magnetically detach from the bottom. Uh, I but believe we only see one camera. We don't, one we don't camera. see multiple. We see one, one. camera. Okay. I believe it's going okay. to track your form and movement with that camera and that you will be able to stream content to your TV. I also think they're going to have this like type of mode where you're going to be able to see yourself next to the trainer that you're comparing so you can compare your form. And I also think... Here's my big my big moment. Uh-oh. I think there's going to be other things that are going to be coming down the road that are going to connect wirelessly to this doodad. I'm just calling so it right it now. So it sounds like this is sounding like an all-in-one, not just mm-hmm. for computer vision. It mm-hmm. sounds like in this little pod thing, it is the device that is um, connected to the internet and is 
taking in content, mm -hmm. which is why it has the HTML, HDMI output and or streaming capability. Mm -hmm. What that sounds like. It's not just its own component. It is all inclusive. Yep. And it's going to change the I way like. it's going to change the way you can do strength. And so when we were talking earlier, it's, uh, it's one hundred and eighty five pounds. That's, <laughs> you just, it's all just you put you it on top of the TV. Just put it it out there. Yeah, it's that's. Yeah. So I think this is phase one, you know, talking back about what you were saying earlier about Jill Woodworth's comment that they might have it in different ways. I think this is phase one. And I think you're going to be able to do the type of free weight workouts that Peloton has out there now. I think you're going to be able to check your form on things like Pilates and uh, bar uh, because they consider those strength. I also right. think that there's going to be things down the road. Dare I say maybe boxing that you might be able to hook up wirelessly. And I think I you'll like be this. able to use this for that as well. It's a great way to attract the Canadians. <laughs> they got a whole day for boxing up there. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's what not, it's about. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know what I thought back bacon was. No, um, but also <laughs> I want to say that I saw a little bit of a back and forth in your your group, John, about yes. the Mazu and Caesar as opposed to Tiger. So this device yes. that we're talking about, we know that's Tiger and we know right. that uh, Mazu was the rower, right? The rower. Okay, right. But here's the thing. When it got leaked... When the rower got right. leaked that it's out there, Mazu, they changed it to right. Caesar. So Mazu and Caesar are both the rower. There you go. Connecting dots. What? You just saved me the next six months of trying to figure out what something was that I already knew what it was. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. See? And, and now that uh, Echelon knows that the rower is called Caesar, they're changing theirs to Brutus. <laughs> You told me that too because I was about to put a post in my group, and it was literally I was about to post something before this this call, and I was gonna be like, "Okay, we don't know what Caesar is. I want all wrong answers, right?" Like I well, was you looking can still for like, post it. It might be fun. It'll be a couple days till this is out, so you know, let them guess, and then you can be like, I'll let them guess. "Boom!" Listen to the clip That's out. A good idea. Peloton's making That's their own idea. salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, funny. This okay. is good. That's kind of cool. I like uh, you like the uh, that computer vision based device. I know That's it's going to be pretty cool. The all encompassing kind of ideal of it: lightweight, small, go in any room. Content, and it all makes sense, right? Because we've talked vision, about how he said we don't want another screen. We don't want to have this. We don't want to have screen. There you go. Right. It all it all, all makes sense of, now. Okay. Well, there you go. And it also aligns to in the future, you could stick with free weights. Or you can add another device. Mm. If you're still you're still in you're still in that world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I like it. I do too. I like it. Kind of slick. <laughs> some smart people over there. <laughs> <laughs> there are ideas. They got some ideas. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, John. Where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook in my Run Lift and Live group or page. You can find me on Instagram, Run Lift and Live. Or at Run, Lift, and Lift. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. So not the Peloton profit, but another person that likes to throw out predictions is Bob Tremor. Yeah, yeah. Bob Tremor has been uh, watching LinkedIn again, and he is convinced that another engineering firm has been acquired by Peloton. This one... (laughs) I think it was called Latitude. Yeah, Latitude 32. Uh, and it looks like they've received 150000 in funding. Um, that was back in May of 2020. They are a private firm that was founded in 2013. And it looks like their revenue is about 4 to $6 million, 20 to 35 employees. And uh, several of them moved over to the Peloton Website. I believe it was 17 different employees, including the uh, president, vice president, CTO, etc. Let's see. The interesting thing here is that of those jobs that moved over, mm-hmm. um, that like when you go to their web page, like it doesn't work anymore. There's only a front page. The corporate Facebook page is empty. Like these are all kind of indicators yeah. that it's already happened. So it appears that this has occurred and uh, we'll be hearing about it. In a few months when it becomes real. Awesome. Well, watch this space. Mm-hmm. New content. So you can now select classes based on your mood. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Do they have one for lazy? They don't. No. I'm pretty sure it's restorative yoga. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have one for calm. Okay. Heated, which means mad. Okay. Uh, sad. Um, and then they have confident and happy. Uh, so it's pretty wide variety of of moods and and it appears to be again across like several modalities like uh-huh. it's not just the bike it's going to be like yoga but it's also weights so it's across everything and I saw that uh, Gail Fine made a comment when I posted about this and I think she's spot on she was saying that like you see a lot of this in Spotify now with these mood yeah, playlists absolutely. and she thinks that Peloton is following suit and I 100% agree also I love the idea of it because lately I have had some mood swings and I have I seriously I've oh, had I, trouble no I had I had no I, I know you noticed those but I was saying that like seriously I've had trouble finding a class that fits where I'm at in my head so I am really looking forward to these um, I'm hoping that they are effective <laughs> me <do>. too <laughs> sorry Tom it's been a rough week <laughs> and then, uh, also uh, the there's a new challenge here in uh, yoga Yes, you have um, you get to take two unity yoga challenges. It's happening between May 24th and May 30th. Uh, You take two of these workouts in seven days and you get a new badge. And I've noticed that they've been doing this like they're kind of switching through. You know how they kind of relaunched yoga. They Mm -hmm. have the different kinds of yoga, like your um, kind of foundational, that type of thing. Okay. So they've been doing these challenges for each one, I think, to kind of encourage people to try them. And I think that it's very effective when they do these little challenges. And I like how it's a reasonable amount, like two and seven days. It's not a crazy amount. Right. It's not taking over your life. Exactly. And then Bex Gentry had a thing, uh, a class, I guess, using mini bands. Yeah. So, so like th- how many? Like 45? <laughs> it just sounds fascinating. All these bands. No, mini. M-I-N-I. Oh. Not, not many. Oh. Mini. 
Uh, <laughs> I like my version better. It's a well, you can just use one band, uh, <laughs> and it's uh, it's fun. So they have these classes that are using bands anyway, like exercise bands, resistance uh-huh. bands. But these are specific to the mini bands, and it's starting to pop up. Rebecca Kennedy just had one too, so uh, they're starting to kind of incorporate these. And I'm thinking if you can't find them already in the Peloton store, you will be soon uh, because they're smaller than your typical exercise band. You know, okay. they're, they're like a six inches across versus like a twelve or 18 inches across gotcha and i don't know how far this is that's why i'm saying such a large number (laughs) instead of this it's like this which for people listening does no good i know (laughs) that's why i tried to give numbers but they're terrible numbers anyway i think we're going to see more of these in the future as well getting this psychological edge with dr jen so joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. So good to be here with you guys. Uh, it is. After months of reading that, I just was like, why is it couples therapy plural, but family therapy single? That's where my head You know, I, I have to say, even though I'm an executive producer, I didn't get to pick whether there was an apostrophe <laughs> or not. Like, And I've always, it's always bothered me grammatically that it should be couples therapy with an apostrophe. But it's couples therapy, no apostrophe hey, for man, some reason. I'm Irish. You don't got to sell me on an apostrophe. <laughs> mm, it's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. <laughs> well, com- apostrophes aside, yes. punctuation aside, we yes. have more questions for you. More pressing questions. I love, <laughs> I, I love the cl- the clip out with Crystal Community and the questions. It, it, it makes me very happy, and you know how obsessed I am with Peloton, so I'm very excited to hear the question. Okay, well, this one is from Stephanie Ward. Uh, She says that she has been part of the Peloton community for a year. Within that time frame, she's become a new person inside and outside. She's conquered multiple races. She's training for a half marathon. She's lost weight. She's completely changed her attitude toward life. However, she has some friends and family that have reacted negatively to her being vocal about her accomplishments. These are people that she was extremely close with prior to her Peloton journey. It really hurts her feelings. They can't be happy for her. Her question is, how does she deal with people she was once close to and have to see on a regular basis when they are blatantly ignoring these huge changes in her life? She knows that their negativity doesn't have anything to do with her, but it's definitely very disheartening. Any advice would be much appreciated. Absolutely. And I think that when you make great healthy changes in your life inside and out, it can trigger a lot of things in other people. And sometimes what it triggers in other people is I should be working out as much as Stephanie. Why, you know, how come my thighs look like this and Stephanie's look so awesome? And well, you know, when I talk to Stephanie, I feel really bad about myself because I was supposed to work out this morning and I didn't, but Stephanie's already run 12 miles. So understand that this occurs on a lot of levels. So, you know, the first is their own feelings of whatever it is in their life that they may not be doing for their own health and well-being that they should be doing. And I put shoulds in quotes, but 
The other thing is that sometimes there is jealousy. Uh, Wow, I wish I looked like Stephanie did. I wish that I had accomplished these things that she had. And then the third thing is that we tend to pick people who are in a similar place in their lives as we are in terms of mental health and well-being. We pick people who are kind of at our level. And if we are unhappy and we are unmotivated, we tend to kind of gravitate towards people like that because we can complain together. We feel better about ourselves. If we have friends who are accomplishing great things when we are not in a great place, it can make us feel bad. So sometimes what happens is you take that leap into good physical and emotional health and the people who you hung with are still where you were before and they are not always thrilled for you. As much as they may love you or care about you, they it may trigger a lot of things for them and change is good. And even change is good. Not everyone feels comfortable with change. And so, you know, like I have a friend who, when she first started making boundaries with her friends, she had two camps of people, one camp that said, oh my God, this is amazing. Thank God you're doing this. We've been waiting. This is so good for you. We're so happy for your mental health. And then another camp who was like, but now you're turning me down for things. Now you're not there for me. I don't like this. And I also suspect that some of her friends, she's probably less available because she's training for half marathon. She's training for these other things. They may feel neglected. They may feel bad. They may feel she's less available. They may be upset. So I think that it's important for her to actually talk to her friends about this, to be able to say like, hey, I've made these positive changes in my life. I've noticed that you, I I felt like you haven't been very supportive. What's going on for you that you're not able to support me? You know, we've been close friends for a long time and I'm making these positive changes. Is this making you question things in your own life? Is this making you feel neglected in our friendship? Because if you know what if you can pinpoint what it is that's being triggered in them, you may be able to salvage the friendship or you may be able to say, you know what, this is not the person for me. This is not someone who is moving forward in their own mental health and physical journey. And the Peloton community is so filled with people who are doing that and who are like-minded that you may develop new friendships that ultimately replace those friends who aren't moving forward in the same way. It kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if you got an opportunity to see the movie Brittany Runs a Marathon. Did you get to see that? No, no, oh, I heard you the should thing. totally you would, see it. You would love that movie. You would love it. Yes. Um, but but when you kind of talked through that, I remember the character, the main character, without giving too much away. Her name um, was Brittany. Her name was definitely yes. Brittany. And <laughs> she was training to run a marathon, if you can believe Spoilers. that. So, yeah. Uh, but she really the the character struggles with maintaining her friendships and how they view her. And so I feel yeah. like I feel like um, th- that would be a good movie for her to watch because it talks through what you just said. Like it makes the character kind of walk through those things. So that's that was very I love that. I'm, I'm putting it on my to watch movie list. I, I really think you'll dig it. It was one of my Next favorite Next time I movies. do laundry, I will be watching Britney Runs a Marathon. <laughs> so good. <laughs> See, this is why it's so important to have a licensed therapist. I heard that question and I was like, well, this is easy. Tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> like that's... <laughs> And, and look, sometimes that is my answer. See, this I is think, why she's great. 
You'll yes, and I think there are some some things to explore before you do that. <laughs> you, you might want to do the more median approach before you go exactly. nuclear. Get to okay. the bottom of it first. And then if it turns out it's someone who just can't get on board, can't support you, is not happy for you, is unwilling to look at their own stuff, then you may need to tell her to fuck herself. <laughs> perfect. That is great advice. That is perfect. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, also, real quick, I, sh- I should just throw out there Brittany Runs a Marathon is available for streaming on Prime Video. Oh. If anybody's looking to watch great it, to it's, know. If you have Amazon Prime, and who who doesn't? Uh, yeah. It's already sitting there waiting for you. So, uh, so thank you so much for all of that and having, a, you know, an actual grown up piece of advice instead of what I would say. Uh, <laughs> until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on social media, especially Instagram at. Dr. Jen Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I always post on my Insta stories, my day-to-day workouts on Peloton, of course. Um, and you can also find me in InStyle Magazine. I have a weekly column that is all about relationships and sex. Awesome. Peloton in the news. So we referenced this earlier in the episode, but Peloton announced uh, Output Park which is uh, going to be a park for the kids where they can go skateboarding no. and there'll be like maybe an aqua park. No. And, no? No. Oh. I like my version better. Uh, you're... I guess the bikes would get rusty though. <laughs> Your version sounds fun. <laughs> but I think this is pretty cool too. So there is going to be uh, the very first Peloton factory built in the United States. So they've been using some U.S. factories to like get some stuff out but this is the first one they've built from scratch and it, or they're going to build from scratch it'll be ready in 2023 i think is what it said gotcha. and um it's in a, what's the name of the city something oh uh, troy, troy township Town, troy township it is this is this is great because it's going to use all renewable energy sources well i didn't it doesn't say all it says renewable energy sources sure. i added the word all <laughs> also it's going to add 2000 jobs to nice. the region so that's pretty cool and uh because it's peloton you know it's going to have like the best brand new technology right. yes. when building things. So this is very, very cool. And you're going to be able to take tours of this thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so we're going to be going. So we're going to be going on vacation to Ohio. Apparently is that so. What you're telling me? Hey, you know, they have that one park there that we've always wanted to go to. This would be a great reason. And it's Ohio. That's where they have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't know how close Troy Township is Not even is to close because I'm pretty sure Cleveland's way over on the right and this is way over on the left. But we can make it happen, honey. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone on longer trips We have And then Well and Good uh, has an article about Peloton uh, relaunching their yoga platform Yeah, I mean, we this is kind of old news But it has the background of like why they decided to Basically, it's a soft relaunch of yoga And that they wanted to make sure and include Spanish and German So it has some background about why they made the decisions they made The timing mm-hmm. and why they made like the change of the breakdown of like the different types of yoga. So um, I definitely recommend that you go check it out. It's a very good article. And uh, they interviewed Ross Rayburn, one of our one of our fave instructors here. He has, as, as Dr. Jen would say, the best voice. <laughs> and then Jezebel had an interesting little article about who is Joe Biden's favorite Peloton instructor. So did you get a chance to read this one? No, I did not. Me either. Okay. So I wonder who it was. I, I don't, don't think that they know. I'm sure it's all just conjecture. They don't. Because it they says have... they investigate, but no, how they do they didn't. know? It, how would they know if they don't know who he is on the yeah. leaderboard? It's just they're like saying, well, we know Joe Biden likes this, and we know that he likes this other thing, and so maybe he likes that. It's, I mean, it's just... 
Well, yeah. they they think it's uh, Jess Sims or Cody Rigsby. So okay, there you go. There you go. If you want to read the whole thing, you can get a link to it if you sign up for the newsletter at theclipout.com. Clip out. So joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, here to answer all of your nutrition questions, it's Angelo from MetPro. Hello. Hey. <laughs> well, we are so back. we're so glad that you are back, and we have another question from the Clipout community. This one is from Megan Pace. Uh, she says, "I think a lot of people need ways to incorporate more protein, e.g., adding hemp seeds to a salad, things like that, especially when many are wanting to build muscle." So. What can she do? What are some suggestions? That's more of a statement, Megan. I know, I know. (laughs) It's a good one. I'll add it at the end. What what do we need to to suggest to people, Angelo? (laughs) Turn that into a question and answer it. (laughs) Answer it anyway. Yes, I concur. I agree. I'll sign that docket. Um, So, so again, you know, with everything that we do at MetPro, it's all about identifying your metabolic profile to determine what you do need more of. Um, So I will take one step back uh, and say, Megan, we want to determine the right amount of protein because it is not a given that just more is better. Uh, Generally speaking, and I'm just kind of reading between the lines here, hemp seeds and salad, that this is somebody who prefers more of a vegetarian, vegan, plant-based meal plan. And in those instances, yes, typically they're looking for convenient ways to get extra protein. Um, and that that can be done fairly easily, uh, especially nowadays. There are more options now. Some of the things that we that are sometimes uh, mentioned as uh, a challenge is that in many of the vegetarian protein sources, you're also getting other macronutrients, aka carbohydrates, which is not a bad thing, unless you're trying to kind of cherry pick and m- blend multiple modalities. And that is, oh, I want to do low carb, and I want to do high protein, and I want to do vegan, and I want to do keto. That gets a little tough. <laughs> so you kind of have to make some choices, right? But uh, a great way is to your veggies or to your salads, you can add things like nuts and seeds um, and others. So if you're the type of person who prefers plant-based, but you will do dairy, yes, cottage cheese, yogurt, things like that. There are also a great um, options nowadays of protein powders that are plant-based. In fact, my wife and I do do that in the morning. We do a plant-based protein powder. I really like the way it tastes. Now, it does have a few grams of carbs. So sometimes people think, well, protein powder needs to be just straight protein and no carbs. Well, that may be true if you're trying to add just protein and no carbs. But for example, at breakfast, I'm planning to add some carbohydrates in. So I just modify my carb intake around the amount that I got in my plant-based protein. There are other protein powders out there that are just straight protein. Sometimes they're a little a little light in the taste department, but you can you can you know some of the hardcore can tolerate it and push forward. But that's a great addition uh, to your to your lineup of foods: legumes, beans. Going with those options as your carbohydrate options will, by default, give you those extra grams of protein throughout the day. And the combination between that nuts, seeds, nut butters really great way to get a few grams of protein. Um, it, it's easy to increase your overall protein intake, which is sometimes missed for people. Do you, 
well, I, I don't. I guess I shouldn't turn this into another question. But if <laughs> it's your show, <laughs> too late now, Crystal. <laughs> now everybody's wondering. Well, I just there's so many different questions that come up to that because, like, if she is trying to just eat a high protein diet, right? Um, you know, what is the right amount of protein for a different person? I mean, I, it seems like it's a little bit different. I mean, you can assume these people are highly active because they're they're riding the bike, I, you know. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, should they, should they be trying to go for a certain number of grams per day, or does it just depend? Yeah. Uh, so it, it does just depend. But what I can do is I can list what it depends on. Um, so here's the biggest thing that it depends on. What is your goal? That's the biggest thing that it depends on. So if your goal is to add lean muscle. Uh, then you're going to place an exponentially higher priority on uh, finding little ways to increase your protein throughout the day. Uh, but I have a lot of people say, oh, I need more protein. I need more protein. I'm like, how's your energy? Great. I said, you're trying to build more muscle? They said, no. I said, why do you need to add more protein? So it, it depends on what your goal is. But assuming that someone is to recover faster, improve performance and add lean muscle, uh, and we want to increased protein intake, that's the principal thing we're looking at. From there, we're now looking at genetic predisposition or body type. So what is your body type? Do you have the body type that holds or adds muscle easily? Or is your body type struggle to maintain your muscle? And identify which you are. So if you're an ectomorph, that you tend to have slender legs, slender arms. If you do gain any body weight, it tends to go to your midsection. Um, increased protein can really help because it's going to make the muscle you put on your arms and legs a lot more sticky than if you're not getting enough protein. And protein spread throughout the day is going to be the biggest help. Now, if you're a meso or endomorph, you feel like you're the type of person, if you walk through the gym and you see someone doing bicep curls, you get bigger muscles. You probably don't need to go out of your way to exponentially increase your protein. You may actually recover a little better with some quality carbohydrates, et cetera. So what's your goal? And then what's your body type? And then that can help you determine how much you want to increase. Also, I don't know if uh, I think we're talking about uh, Megan here. I just have this picture in my mind, this little petite person who's, you know, <laughs> doing the spin classes. <laughs> Megan could be, you know, six foot one and taller than me. I don't know. <laughs> so you're going to have to ask Megan. We want a headshot, Megan. So we can tell. <laughs> no, but these are great questions. So all of those things need to be factored in. Okay. And it's also nice of you to confront your cultural biases. <laughs> so that's that's always important as well. It's a really healing show. Yeah. We get a lot of topics <laughs> here. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, remind everybody where they can find MetPro. MetPro.co slash TCO. And just a reminder, right now, through the month of June, you can win six free months of MetPro just by going to metpro.co slash TCO and either signing up for a consult or downloading the app. And if you've already done that in the past before we started all this, you were automatically entered into that contest. So you have not been forgotten or left out. Uh, don't at us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but uh, swing on by metpro.tco for all the information and your chance to win. Metpro.co slash TCO. 
He uh, he forgot the dot co. Oh, damn I it. fixed it for him. Thank you. <laughs> she does that a lot. <laughs> Fixes things for me. In case you couldn't tell. Crystal. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. Thank you guys. Instructors in the news. So we have uh, someone exiting. We do. The world of Peloton. Yeah, Irene. Irene Schultz from uh, Germany. She is no longer at Peloton, she announced. There she had... is nine longer a yeah. Peloton instructor. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, just like every time an instructor leaves, there's a lot of questions about why. And of course, I don't I don't know why. But but what I what I do know is that, you know, we only get pieces of information. So don't make any assumptions. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't assume anything either way, uh, because things usually aren't what they seem. So. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> That's cryptic. I know. In that case, moving right along. <laughs> uh, Kendall was on Good Morning America. Today yeah. show. The Today Show. Yes, it was the Today Show. CBS This Morning. I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> name them all, Tom. The Dumont Network. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping in all your spare time today, you'd dig up the link for it. Yes, I had so much. I know. I didn't either. So that's why we don't have a link to it. We'll get one before the newsletter comes out. Don't worry. But at any rate, she was on the show and she talked about her story of the mental illness mm-hmm. that she's been diagnosed with. But she also shared some things about how she has struggled and gave the impression that she has also had like suicidal thoughts. Ooh. And like it's been a really tough road. And yeah. she's really glad that she never gave up. Um, I mean, I know that that seems kind of obvious being where she is today, but but, um, but not, not necessarily. Ne- I not necessarily. There are lots of people who are very successful that still have suicidal thoughts. I mean, Absolute, anyone who I, likes Nirvana can tell you that. Right. So, uh, you know, that it, it, they don't go hand in hand. They don't. Just yeah. because you get the things that you want or work for doesn't mean that like you're at automatically happy and everything's hunky dory. Right. I'm glad that she's being so open about it. Absolutely. I think it's important. And then Peloton has very much been supporting Mental Health Awareness Month. And Maddie and Just King, Just King and Anna Greenberg and Anna Greenberg. (laughs) If Maddie ever listens, he should be honored that he's the one I could recognize on site. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say you've gotten the most hugs from Maddie. So fair enough. I don't feel so bad. So helps my mental health. That's right. Yes. So uh, but so they have their own uh, series going on. They do. Uh, so today they joined the Mental Health Coalition online. They went live and they did uh, conversation was like a one to one. So it was kind of like going back and forth. And uh, they all were working together, talking through uh, mental health awareness. So um, I don't know if you can go online and see like the actual conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, if you if you can do that, it would probably be through Mental Health Coalition's Instagram live. They might have it posted out there or uh, perhaps Maddie has it at his link as well. Maddie or Jess or Anna Greenberg might have it there as well. But it was really cool. And then completing our uh, mental health trifecta, uh, <laughs> Pop Sugar sat down with Allie Love to talk about how she stays positive and grounded and deals with her anxiety. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice that Peloton had a way for all of these different instructors to, you know, have their presence known, tell their stories during yeah. Mental Health Awareness Month. I really do think it's important for people to hear when you're sitting at home and you think that, you know, you're the only one going through something like that. I think it's incredibly powerful to see people at this level kind of struggling with the same things that you are. Absolutely. And then a Shape Magazine talked to Jess King about why everyone should be doing Pilates. Yes. Yes, they did. And uh, 
<laughs> Honestly, I thought we talked about this last week. So if we did, I apologize. <laughs> it all blurs together. It does. Um, I know I posted it five days ago. So I'm hoping that we I don't think talk we did. It, it does okay. not sound familiar. <laughs> well, she but talks- just because I talked about it doesn't mean I listened. <laughs> <laughs> don't I know? Um, but uh, she talks about how Pilates is helpful for her in so many ways. Like, even though she's a dancer, And she's like strong and she's come from this background of athleticism, moved into bikes like you would think that like and running that she's already like super strong. Right. But like adding Pilates has changed how she does her routine and that it's made her stronger and more like aware and set in her body than it ever had than she ever felt before. Um, She also felt like Pilates kind of addressed anything you ever needed. Having a bad day, Pilates. Need to do a workout, but you don't want to go really hard, Pilates. That was kind of her her take on it. It's good for everything. Peloton Artist Collaboration. We have a new artist collaboration, this time with Silk Sonic. Yeah. Which is a super group, I guess, with Bruno Mars. I didn't know who they were. Well, that's Bruno Mars right there. I mean, I knew he looked familiar. He does look weird. His, his hair, he's grown his hair out and he's got he's got a mustache and a, a yeah. not a goatee, but like whatever it is, Shaggy from Scooby Doo has grown yeah, down. Yeah, whatever, whatever that whatever is. Whatever that name is. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't notice who that was. So yeah, I don't I don't know, but people are super super excited about it and they call it a funk super duo and I have been hearing great things about it. I haven't had a awesome. chance to take it. I'll get around to it. I like finding all these new artists this way. It's cool. And then also, uh, as this is dropping, there will be an apparel sale going on, right? <laughs> there will. There will be. It's going to drop, uh, or the apparel sale, rather, will be May 28th through May 30th. Um, and uh, you better shop fast. So I don't know what time it's starting. I don't know what time it's going to be over. Um, and no, it's not the Pride sale. And no, I don't know when the Pride will be dropping. But what I do know is this sale goes fast. So if you want something, you have like 30 seconds to go get it. Now, it'll, it should be better than last year, but it's still not going to last the whole. Right. Don't assume that you're still going to have stuff on the 30th. Like, Really, you need to be up at 7 a.m. looking at <laughs> it. Ready to go. Yeah, you do. You just do. It's like trying to get on the uh, rise of the resistance at Hollywood Studios. I mean, when this stuff gets marked down, it goes crazy fast. Yeah. As you know. Peloton Birthdays. Uh, this week, uh, you get to say happy birthday to Jess King. May 29th yes. is her birthday, so make sure and drop her a note. And uh, while we're talking about birthdays, we can also talk about anniversaries. Uh, Adrian Williams. <laughs> yeah, he posted this. Uh, so it was last Friday, I think, he po- or last Thursday he posted this. And uh, he recorded this video the day he found out he was going to be working at Peloton. And so it like blew his mind to like check it out a year later and... He was clearly very excited. That's awesome. <laughs> so congrats to Adrian Williams and happy anniversary. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Ben Potashinsky Skinner. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Hi, hi, hi. How are you guys? Good. Good. We have been doing this podcast for a few years now, and I kind of always start the same way. I like to hear where people originally found Peloton and then how they decided to, you know, make the jump and go ahead and, and come into the Peloton Kool-Aid water with the rest of us. Not only am I a homosexual, but I'm also a homosexual parent. <laughs> so you see all these 
chubby gay dads lose their tummies and you're like, how did they do it? And there's always <laughs> some sort of like in the gay world, there's like some sort of cream or potion and it's never fitness. It's never fitness. <laughs> but several of my gay dad friends got Pelotons and lost tummies. And okay. I thought I used to be about four years ago, 400 pounds wow. and I lost all the weight and I have been trying my darndest to keep it off. Joined a gym, worked really hard, still have this tummy. And finally, Thanksgiving, we were like, just do it. And we did. We fell in love with it. And it is amazing. Wow. So is Thanksgiving when you bought it or when it arrived and you started? We bought it a few months before Thanksgiving. <laughs> but my hubby got one of those texts and literally left the job to go make sure we could get an earlier arrival date. <laughs> Gotcha. I once started a diet on Thanksgiving. It's a true story. Why? Because here is my thought process. I was like, every time I'm like, I want to take a cheat day and have pizza. I'll be like, you gave up Thanksgiving dinner, son of a like you like you got to make this count. You like you can't get through a random Friday without pizza. You gave up Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like a year straight without a cheat day. I have to admit, so we did it Black Friday. We mm -hmm. got the bike and I've done it every single day. So I skipped Thanksgiving, obviously. But then I skipped Christmas because we spent Christmas at my in-laws and they didn't have a bike. Well, Easter, we show up and there's a bike. So <laughs> It's contagious. It is contagious. Yes. And they're like the fit old people i you know i can call them old you know they're retired they're the fit old people and so they're the b-roll the in a beniva commercial oh i would have said viagra but okay. yeah it'd be nice and i don't know <laughs> if they still do it i don't know <laughs> i don't want to no, assure you i assure you oh good they, for them that gives me hope <laughs> <laughs> putting the hoe in hope <laughs> But, there, you know, just beating their numbers is truly all that I care about. And please, I hope because I'm sure that some of your listeners 100% do this. But I find it very an interesting trait if you're a Pelotoner yeah. and you do the scenic rides. Like that's a very specific crowd. It and is. my father-in-law is one of them. Oh, oh, OK. Well, now we have to take a detour. Because over the weekend, that seems fitting. You're talking about scenic rides, <laughs> but over the <laughs> over the weekend, I don't know if you are into Peloton enough to know about homecoming that just occurred this weekend. So I mean, you literally would have to have given up completely this week riding to not know about. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. But the reason I ask is because they dropped a new version of scenic rides and they got rid of all of the other ones. How is your father-in-law taking that? How's that going? I haven't spoken to him how about it okay. because they're my in-laws and I don't really, it's not like, good morning, mom. Right. Good morning, dad. Right. Like never, never right. going to happen. <laughs> we have a great relationship, but I will say listening to the trainers talk about how they basically, I mean, I get it. They're working, but they basically got a free vacation <laughs> to go to like Maui and film. And um, Matt was like, and I fell and it was so, so I'm like, fell. you were in Hawaii. Like you could throw me into a volcano for a free trip to Hawaii. But I, I do, I find it very interesting how, you know, these perfect people that I idolize fetch about certain things. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm curious how that goes over because in, in the 
land of Pelotonia, it has not gone well. Not well, gone well. I imagine. And here's probably why it doesn't go well. People that do those kinds of routines are very specific. <laughs> and when you change routine for those kinds of people. Change is scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, could you imagine being in the 80s when they changed the recipe for Coke? Like those people. Oh, I was there. I was there. I like I'm I'm 50. It was it was a shitstorm. I'm sure it was crazy. The type of people that I imagine freaking out over the change of a scenic ride. Yeah. Okay. well, you get it then. You get it. And here's the thing. If you've never had new Coke. It just tasted like Pepsi. And I was like, well, I could just drink a Pepsi. I don't need a new Coke. Yeah. I, just I love have an the old exec Pepsi. that got fired from Pepsi and got hired at Coke and was like, I have a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was undercover. <laughs> well, not to like, trash talk Peloton because we did, we, we did the whole nine yards. We got the bike, the shoes. We got the water bottles. I'm literally wearing, like literally wearing the shorts right now. <laughs> like, screwing through. You know, we did all the research. I have never in my entire life owned a pair of AirPods and I bought them because the headphones that come with a bike are trash, whatever. I did the whole thing. My mom is your typical Jewish mother. Okay. And she says, I need a bike. And I said, please use my code. It gets you $100 off. Right. You're love it. So what does she do? She gets the Costco version. <laughs> And duct tapes her iPad to the Costco version and uses my login. No! And she's like, you'll never guess what Cody said today. And I'm like, it doesn't he said matter. buy the damn bike. Yeah. You're not. I mean, thank God she's doing it. Right. And she, I mean, and, and I will say Peloton does change lives. She couldn't do 15 to start. And now she's up to 30. And Aww. amazing. But also, it's not a real bike, but whatever. <laughs> so I love Costco. So like I, I... He's a real Costco fan. I'm a Costco fan. And no offense that you know you're only a few years younger than my parents, but you would love them. It sounds to me so far, you're a, you're, you are a lovely man, Tom, but, but it sounds to me like you guys would click. Probably. Uh, we, pro <laughs> we probably would. And, but like I always say that like, I talk about Costco the way other people talk about Jesus. I'm like, it's do you have a personal story. relationship with Costco? It's true have you heard the good news? <laughs> like you should, you should come in. You should come well, and visit I, my Costco. But what's crazy about my parents and Costco, and this has nothing to do with riding Peloton, they'll be at my house and notice an item that they sell at Costco. And the next time I see them, I get a hundred of them. And it's right. like, I don't need a hundred boxes of macaroni and cheese. Powder. It doesn't go bad. It's macaroni and cheese. Dude, that's going to last you forever. Yeah. <laughs> and you got, or, you got a, a kid or kids. I don't remember if it was plural or not, but, but like, okay, but she's going to want mac and cheese. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I it's actually, this is crazy. I don't use the mac and cheese powder for mac and cheese. I have figured out a recipe for fat-free queso. Oh, it's like the nacho cheese you would get at a movie theater. I use fat-free Greek yogurt and one tablespoon of the mac and cheese powder. I know it sounds crazy, it does. but it's one point on Weight Watchers, and I'm obsessed. Wow. <laughs> well, you need to send us all your unused packets, because our kids will double up on that shit. Oh, my shit. God. They'll snort it. We have a 17, <laughs> about to be 17-year-old, yeah. and man, it's like, are you going to Costco? Can yeah. I get some more mac and cheese? 
are you going to Costco today? Can I get some more mac and cheese? Like every time I turn around, he's wanting mac and cheese and ramen noodles. Yeah. It's all the child it's eats. All he'll eat. <laughs> but I am a professional stand-up comedian and my parents sell concession at all of my shows. Okay. And I basically have a residency in town. We rent the space from the town. Okay. And so we provide all the snacks, which is amazing because my parents go to Costco and buy everything for like 45 cents and I sell it for three bucks. <laughs> Those and cookies are good. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. But that bike was janky. That bike was that janky. Bike, like, I love Costco, <laughs> but that bike was janky. I was like, I, I saw the bike and I was like, are we in a Sam's? So, so she got the echelon. Happening? She got the echelon. Okay, I, I have a real problem with echelon. Not just because I don't care for the bike, but because I don't care for the company. They copy off of everything Peloton does. Like, I've gone on some major rants about Echelon. <laughs> like major. I'm sure I am on your side when it comes to the bike. <laughs> I will not be caught dead on the bike. My father is more excited about the deal he got than the actual bike. And my mother, honestly... I don't see my mother ever, even if she had the Peloton, using it to its full potential. I understand. Sure. And to be frank, when I first got on the bike, I thought that was going to be me too. And here I am about six months later. And I, I don't want to get emotional because that's like uber gay. But here we go. <laughs> I'm doing things now that I never thought I'd be able to do. Like what? I am obsessed with the Power Zone rides. Yes. Obsessed. Okay. And I didn't think Zone 4 would ever be for me. And two days ago, I did one of Matt's Power Zone rides. And he was like, we're going to get into Zone 5 today for two minutes, one on each end. And I was like, there's no way. Not only did it, I like, like I did it. Yay! I did it. I saw all of the numbers and that new score that they have specifically for zones. It felt so good to me because it felt like they designed it for me. <laughs> I... Balled my eyes out. Aww. I felt so free and so new. And my husband has hidden the scale. I have no idea if I've lost any weight over the past couple of months, but I feel like a different person. Well, that's... Are your clothes fitting differently? Yeah, they are. Totally. Well, then you, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Unless he's sneaking into your closet and changing clothes. Yeah, but... unless that, I mean, that's a lot of commitment, though, but... to mess with your head. So I would hope not. Yeah. <laughs> and gay men don't typically sneak back into a closet, I'm right? Just... Like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> You, why would you do that? Oh, we do. We do sneak by clothes, though. So okay. it's a double-edged sword. Oh. Tom's straight, and he does that. Like you sneak by clothes too. You, I just, I, I'm not you, sneaking. I you just, are. They get you'll delivered be delivered like, to the door. You'll be like, uh, there was a sale today. Oh, I might have bought 35 nerd shirts. Yeah, in one day. <laughs> but he gives. He, I, I'm obsessed with this Peloton code because I have no problem, and I am not ashamed of being obsessed with Peloton. And so my fans will use my code, hundreds of dollars worth of Peloton shorts for free. Nice. But the problem is, and this is no dig on Peloton, I don't like some of the shorts that they have. And so when I find a pair that I like, I just get multiple yeah. pairs. Yeah. And some of that, those brands only have one color. So it looks like, it kind of looks like that I only wear one <laughs> pair of shorts every day. But I have multiple pairs of shorts on rotation. They are so comfortable. I'm obsessed with them and I can't stop buying them. So wow. if any of your listeners need it, 
Hey, no, no, no. They use my code. They use my code. It's going to get heated. You have no idea. I've been doing this for four years. You know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars I've spent on Peloton clothes? Oh, it's- I, I absolutely believe you. And also, by the way, again, no dig on Peloton. That's probably going to be the 7,000th time I've said this. But never in my right mind would I ever spend $65 on a pair of shorts. But when a fan buys a bike, I'm buying a $65 pair of shorts. I totally get it. I totally get it. No, that's awesome. And you said you lost quite a bit of weight. Now, that sounds like that was before Peloton, given your timeline. So you didn't exercise? That was all just through through diet? You know, you say you didn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really exercise. No, I mean, you know, walking and stuff and all like the little things, but you get your body gets to a point after losing the weight. So I lost the weight in 2018 and I've kept it off since. Wow. But last year was the year where I was like, uh oh, watching the scale month by month, like pound by pound, slowly go up. And I had put on about in 2020. I had put on about 20 pounds. And so during the pandemic, I took it off. I was doing at-home workouts. I took it off. And then, of course, it never ended. The pandemic, ne- I mean, we're still doing it. And I slowly started putting it back on once we got that Peloton. I mean, I again, my husband literally has hidden the scale and I've looked everywhere. <laughs> I imagine it's in the car because I can't figure out where it is. He just threw it away. It's gone. Honestly, good. Because those numbers, just like the numbers on the bike, they all fuck with your head and you can't. So I'm glad that it's gone. And I'm just focusing on doing what I'm supposed to do. But anyway, it's come off and I feel good. And I feel like one day I might be able to get rid of this gut. But everybody tells me you got to do more than ride a bike to get rid of the gut. That's Um, true. That's true. Yeah, it's hard. I'm no expert. I'm still working on getting rid of getting where I want to get. But I do know it's a lot of diet stuff, a lot of diet stuff when it comes to getting not to picking up that cheese powder. It's I mean, I, I understand. Everybody has <laughs> their limits. You have your boundaries. What if you're snorting it? Is it still? <laughs> I tell you, I could care. Less. I don't care how it gets into me. And I mean, I don't care how it gets into me as long as it gets into me. okay so um backing up you mentioned briefly there that you used to work at disney so what what did you do at disney so i was in several shows at disney i have written and created shows all in comedic aspects and i did that for 15 years starting in 2005 i was in a show called the hoopty do review oh my god so here's the thing i am a disney nerd right like a oh. huge disney nerd and i had never gone to the hoopty do review because i thought it sounded stupid and but people raved about it you so, are correct and so we finally went and like oh my god it's so much fun it was a, it was a blast and, <laughs> and, and the food hello the food, holy crap <laughs> is amazing what makes the show so great, in my opinion, is the performers. It's like they play it in a way that it works on both levels, that like they're winking at you a lot. Like they know that this is cheesy. And so if you don't have a sense of irony, you can enjoy it for warmed over hee-haw. But if you do have a sense of irony, like they're in on it. And I, I thought it worked great. And I was just stunned 100%. at how much I, mean, I liked it. For real, with that show specifically, there were so many different crowd types that would attend and it really hit on so many different levels 
we would get college program kids that would come and just come to get drunk. But once you're drunk, the show's great. The show's great if you're a kid. The show's great if you're a dad. Yeah. It's full of dad jokes. Yeah. The show's great for everybody because there's Americana. It's old school. And I will say towards the end, because I had been a cast member at that show literally the entire time I worked at Walt Disney World. Towards the end, you started realizing where we are now versus what was accepted when that show was written in 1974. Mm -hmm. And things were changing. Yeah. <laughs> so they changed the actual show to kind of bring. I mean, I don't work at Disney anymore. I can tell you whatever you want, but I will tell you this. And this is a crazy story. I've been trying to figure out how to get this on TikTok in under a minute. I worked at the Hoopty Doo the year that the man who wrote the Hokey Pokey came to the show. The actual song, the Hokey Pokey. He oh. also happened to write the song, the Hoop Dee Doo, sung by Perry Cuomo in the 50s. This guy has to be loaded. You wrote the Hokey Pokey. I just assumed that was a song that had been handed down for like a million uh, 300 years, years you know? <laughs> No, 50s. Wow. Okay. The man sold all of that to Frank Lesser, who wrote, like, big musical was like Guys and Dolls. Yeah. He comes to the show at 97, 98 years old. And picture a man, 97, 98 years old. I got old. it. Disney wines and dines in the whole nine yards because he's a celebrity, he's right? royalty in that world, yeah. The girls come and sit on his lap. We all do the whole thing. The next day, Disney gets sued. They're using music that he wrote. Now, he doesn't own, but he wrote. And they're using it unlicensed. What? The show has to pay the Lesser Foundation, well, Disney, millions of dollars. And they rewrote the whole show. Because he actually well, would have been using it like... Every, what, every day, two times a day for? Three times a day since oh. 1974. Oof. And songs we didn't even realize. What's crazy is, you know what got kept in the show because we Disney owns it? The Hokey Pokey. <laughs> he didn't win that one. <laughs> so like, did he, like, he saw the show and ratted him out or was it just a coincidence? If it was a coincidence. It's a big one. That's a crazy coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose, Tom, that is a possibility. But if that is what happened, it, that is one wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they serve the chicken in a bucket. At 97, I don't think I'd want to be anywhere near a bucket. <laughs> it just feels like you're tempting fate. Like See, You make that joke, but so does the hoop-dee-doo. That's literally <laughs> the end of the hoop-dee-doo. Davy Crockett. See, this is why I'm telling you. the re I can't imagine this show still going to be able to happen. But Davy Crockett dies. And when he dies, he literally kicks a bucket. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the kind of show the hoop-dee-doo is. But wow. it works. It does but it work. Works. Yeah. So you were in the hoop-dee-doo review. I was in the hoop-dee-doo review. From, from when to when? to 2011. Okay. And then I so went and I... there's a chance. No, because that was like, that was later than that, right? Well, I was also in the show part-time as a, what happens when you like leave is that you become an, un, I don't know what happens now because I'm gone, right. but you become an understudy. So I still did the show from 2011 to 2020. Huh. So there's a chance that you two have met. Yeah, that's crazy. She got pulled I up on stage. I was up on stage during that. And did the can-can thing. The bear 
was 400 pounds, it was me. <laughs> I'm going to pull those pictures out. Yeah. <laughs> That that was the cool thing about that show. And like one of the big reasons they never got rid of me is because they always say, well, we need your costume. You know, when they get rid of you, we need your costume for somebody else. Well, what are you going to do with a circus tent? I was 400 pounds. I mean, you couldn't (laughs) repurpose my costume and they didn't. So I always had a costume there. And then I lost all that weight. And then and then I started getting nervous that they were going to cut me. Oh, but the, no. The pandemic happened. And I was like, uh, you know, hoop de doo is the least of my worries. <laughs> right, right. Well, and, and speaking of, OK, so then the pandemic, I, I was breeding up um, what you had over there on Instagram. And it sounded like it from what I understood, you left Disney during the pandemic. Like they kind of put everybody on hold and they had a furlough. But you decided not to go back, right? Yes, exactly. So. They furloughed all of the actors at Walt Disney World, and then they fired almost every actor. And when they went to bring me back, I had been out for nine months, and I had already made the decision that I wasn't going to go back because I had been making a living doing virtual entertainment the whole time. And my thought process is, as long as I can make that money a month and hit some sort of financial goal a month doing that, I can be a stay-at-home dad. And family is the most important thing. You know, Disney was great. I'm thankful for it. But family is the end-all, be-all. And so I made that decision. Wow. It's nice that, like, it ended up being the impetus to, to Just, like, figure out, like, oh, this side hustle can just be a thing. I will say, as a Jew, I have immense guilt because n- that didn't happen for a lot of my friends. Sure. And- you know, a lot of people lost human beings and family and money. And yeah, for me, life has been, you know, hard, of course, because it's a pandemic, but also it put everything in perspective. I decided to become a stay at home dad. And I'm with my parents. I we have dinner four times a week now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. Wow. I do a cooking show and I they're on my cooking show twice a week trying <laughs> food, which is super fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they there just to try the food that you make? Well, that way I can write off my grocery bill. But <laughs> but no, I mean, well I, you know, they're, they become smart. huge, hugely popular with my fan base. <laughs> and so that's why, you know, I keep having them on camera for that reason. But we come and sit and, and break bread. And that's the important thing. But also then I get paid, too. Yeah. Well, I've been trying to uh, have a segment on the show every week where Crystal just stands up and shows her butt so we can write off the leggings. <laughs> she won't go for it. I don't know if you want me to tell this story, but I kind of have Probably. a funny story. Oh, so my mom it. is a CPA. She's an accountant mm-hmm. and she's never really had like a full time job, but she's always done people's taxes. And right now she's working part time a couple hours a week for a landscaping company really to keep her brain going. She's amazing when it comes to taxes. So this year, I thought I was going to be totally screwed because everything I made was not taxed and all this stuff. And she says, give me your PayPal login and I'll go through all of the things and write down what you, who you paid. And because that's how I pay people, I pay, you know, my texts and I pay my illustrator and my PR guy. I pay all of them through PayPal. Well, I forgot I bought a sex toy through PayPal. (laughs) And my mom is like, what's this? And I said, "Uh, well, it's a sex toy. And she goes, did you use it in a show? (laughs) No. You're like, kind of. (laughs) 
I don't like to brag, but uh <laughs> we kept the drapes open if that's what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my mom was so cool about it. Oh my god. Was so cool about that's it. Amazing. <laughs> other account would say, just give me your login and I'll go through everything for you. <laughs> she brought us back like five grand. Wow. That's fantastic. Amazing. I thought I was going to owe money. She's amazing. Wow. Yeah. You can buy a lot of sex toys for $5,000. That's, <laughs> I mean, think. I don't know. I just, for one really one good Really one. amazing. You can get like the the molded glass thing. Yeah. I mean, what? Can I get a 3D printed Cody? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! I have tried so hard. I have tagged him. I mean, not to brag. I have a small following on Instagram, but a pretty large following on TikTok. I have about two hundred and twenty thousand followers, awesome. which is substantially more than Cody. And it doesn't matter how many times I tag him; he will not follow me. I like, please, Cody, please. I love you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Wonder what's up with that. <laughs> Maybe I, just, I mean, he's hugely popular. When it comes to like Pelotoners, I'm sure he's not like the most popular, but when it comes to the gay community, the married housewife community, like he's, <laughs> he's who everybody follows. He's a huge following. So oh, sure absolutely. He, yeah. he does. Yeah. He's, he's but definitely he's one of the most popular. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I, I we think. were, we've been joking the last couple of weeks about he must've gotten a new PR person because suddenly he's in like, like every article. Yeah. Like every week there's a new article about Cody. I'm like who did you hire and can we afford them? <laughs> Yeah, it's been great. It's been so funny. And did you know just Peloton little facts that uh, he's really good friends with Maddie Majacomo? Like they were friends before. Oh, I had no idea. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, they were friends before Peloton. Like Maddie, I think he brought Maddie into the fold, but like they're super close, like super close. It's great. Well, I mean, that does make sense. And that makes sense. Yeah. It has to be a close, tight knit community, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I think so. That happens even here in town, you know, local gyms, the same thing. What I would notice when I was going to the gym and my trainers, they all knew each other before they would bring each other in. Same thing. I mean, they're not celebrities, but the same thing. No, but they have like, and then they know each other and then they'll introduce each other. It's, it's a networking, it's networking thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm sure it's the same within in the comedian world. I'm sure it's like oh, you probably. 100%. 100%. And speaking of, okay, so you have the cooking show. What else have you been working on, though? Since Because you're content creator, so I know there's more content. <laughs> so for a year, I did a show called Bedtime Stories, where at every night, 8 p.m. live, I would read a children's book to kids. So that was a full year. And I actually, at the end, I wrote a book. And I can't believe it happened, but I got it published. <laughs> it's called Goody Ben Makes Lemonade. <laughs> Love it. A children's book that teaches kids you're going to have a bad day <laughs> and that is okay. Well, they all need to know that. That is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> reading all of these books and these books are great and super fun. And that was a topic that, and I'm, you know, I read 365 books. That was a topic that never came up. And I decided, okay, I have to, I have to write this book. And writing the book was easy. Getting it published was very hard, but it's done. I made my investment back. I sold tons of copies. I'm super proud of the book. And of course, like any other personality, I'm on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is? So 
I started a new show. It's a daily show called At Equity Ben's Joke of the Day. I post the daily joke, essentially for kids, on my page every day at 10 a.m., as well as obviously my cooking show twice a week. And I also have written several parody episodes of the Golden Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's amazing. I play Dorothy, (laughs) who is the B. Arthur role. Yes. And it's all... I'm 50, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it when it was new. Well, you know, you say that, but so did I. I was like an 18-year-old kid watching the Golden Girls. I watched that when I was like, how? I, well, if you were 18, I guess I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show. Loved it. I did too. My babysitter would put it on and we would watch it. And then when that was over, I would go to bed. And I remember one time I snuck back downstairs and she had gotten into one of my father's dirty videos. I was <gasps> watching it. And I was like, what? You know, and at six, I remember this so vividly. And at six, I was like, what was that? <laughs> And then at 10, when I found it, when I went back to the box that she pulled it from, I was like, oh. It's all making sense. It's kind of the, it's, it's kind, of, those, those it's kind of the 90s version of her giving you her PayPal login. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that, those have been super fun. I hire a technical director. He makes everything look like a real Golden Girls episode. But it's in this sense, I use StreamYard. So... He can, I edit all the videos. So there's scene changes and commercials and the whole nine yards, but there's no drag. We're just men and somebody who doesn't have uh, preferred uh, pronouns. Anyway, it's a great cast, super fun. I wrote an episode where we all went to Walt Disney World. I wrote a Halloween episode where we were auditioning to be in the Hocus Pocus live show, <laughs> a Christmas episode where we were all after a sexy, hot, black Santa Claus. <laughs> and then my newest episode I'm working on will be a Labor Day episode where the girls have gotten vaccinated and they take a road trip to Mount Rushmore. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So these aren't like parodies as much as it almost sounds like like really advanced fan fiction, like you're treating it like it's a real episode of the Golden Girls. I call it parody so I don't get sued. Okay, that's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's That's fair. fair. I mean, it sounds exactly like a parody. It's just, I don't know much. From the Midwest. We don't have entertainment. If I were to answer your question, I would say, you sound right, but I would still call it a parody. (laughs) Yep, yep. That's that's fair. fair. You know, Disney is very good at getting things taken down. So I'm just very careful. We, yeah, we know. Is that who owns the rights to that? Yeah. Wait, wait. Maybe. Disney owns the rights to to Golden Girls. I had no idea. Do they yeah. produce it originally, or do they just film some of? I don't know if they filmed some of it. The Golden Girls house was at Hollywood Studios back in the eighties. What? Yeah, because it was the goal was for that to be an actual production studio, and so like wasn't isn't like Wisteria Lane? Hollywood back there. There was a lot back there. Yeah. Long story short, stuff was being filmed here. And unions got greedy. Oh. I won't say what unions. And so producers were like, well, then we'll just go film. If it's going to cost us more, we're just going to go film somewhere else. So they all went to Atlanta and then it just became a ghost town theme park. And then it was all offices and now it's all Star Wars land. So it had a happy ending. I mean, ending. it's a good ending. Yeah. <laughs> If you're an actor, it's sure. not a great okay, yeah, no, yes. thing. If fair. you're a tourist, yes, it's a happy ending. Yes. But if you're a- <laughs> One of my friends was on 
the mystery files of Shelby Wu, you're going to be like, what's that? But it was a hugely popular sitcom on Nickelodeon, and he was the lead actor. And they moved location and just wrote him out of the show. Oh, they didn't even offer him the chance to. No, they just gave it to an actor in L.A. Wow. They moved the show. I mean, they moved Shelby Wu, the title character with the show. But so when you watch it back, the first couple seasons are all Orlando theme park actors. And it's really cool. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's and that's and here's it's cool. (laughs) Well, now I feel sad. Okay, so is that what you consider what's next or do you have something else in the pipeline that you're also working on? My stand-up shows are really what I'm excited to get back to because I produce everything myself. And so I just can't wait until somebody does a show in town where they can fill a house and I can feel comfortable doing the same thing. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be first. That's too much pressure. (laughs) Like, what if somebody got sick at one of my shows and all that? So I'm I'm waiting for the right time to do it. But that's really what's next. But also some of my TikTok stuff has blown up to the point where I have sold videos. Oh, that's awesome. So I have sold a video to MTV and I sold a video to the History Channel. So I I mean, I know that sounds silly, but my thought process is if I'm going to continue making money, creating content, I'm just going to keep creating the content and until I need to drive Uber. (laughs) (laughs) Then you would be Uber gay. It comes full circle. (laughs) I put a rainbow on my car and just call myself Uber gay. That's actually pretty amazing. (laughs) So I'm just curious. I could could dress up like Josh Groban and and I could do, you lift me up. So what did the History Channel want from TikTok? Yeah, I, I'm really curious about that, too. I'm assuming MTV was ridiculousness. It was. Yeah, but <laughs> it was. And by the way, I, I hope I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I cite, So I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about anything. I probably should have. <laughs> I probably gave him my kid. I don't even know. I just find <laughs> money. OK, yeah. the producers there, the, they come at you uber low, like the lowest no pun intended. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that's why they call it that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they don't realize that I do this for a living. I'm well, they super- probably get a lot of people. It's just a dumb kid. And they're like 300 bucks. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. So I was like, no offense, but I just booked a commercial that paid me four grand. And I would rather just own the rights to this video. So anyway, you can license things to them non-exclusively. And then you're able to sell your video out to other people as well which is what I ended up doing, and it was a good price. But the History Channel, for some reason, is doing a show about... The show was like Unknown Explosions or something, like Unexplained Loud Booms or something, which is totally one of my viral videos. And so they asked if they could... And I was like, sure. So, yeah. Is that the video with your daughter? And you're like, go inside. Yes. Go inside. (laughs) It's like, okay. And so my, my thought process is, my ring camera is never going to go away. My cell phone's never going to go away. And my computer's never... Actually, that's not true. I was doing a stand-up show on my computer. And I laughed so hard at one of my jokes that I spit water at the computer and it died. I broke the computer. You killed your own computer? Spit take. <laughs> You're the Danny Thomas of your generation. Show, because, you know, Zoom stand-up shows, you could have as many people as you want. But the people that were at that stand-up show, to this day, still talk about it. <laughs> 
I was tell I was telling a story about how my my <laughs> this is an awful story, but I think it's very funny. I was telling a story about how my husband hid the scale and I couldn't find the scale. And my father told me, well, if you want to figure out how much your husband weighs, just have him sit on your face. <laughs> that was from my father. My father said that to me. You're like, so mom told you about the PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> she cannot keep a secret. That was great. <laughs> But yeah, so my I lost a computer, and then so I, I had to buy a new computer. But it's a complete write off. And then one of my actors for my Golden Girls, they couldn't get their computer to work at all. So I bought them a computer. I was like, whatever, it's it's taxed. It. I bought them a computer. <laughs> wow! Wow! I my be my on your computer show. is acting funny right now. Yeah. Do you? I mean, this could be reused. I think. Can I play the, I play the Don Cheadle character? <laughs> Wait, was oh no, the, your thing. That's Don Golden Cheadle. Palace, technically. For the, the gold, yeah, the, for the um, Golden Girl nerds, just do that's the sequel series, The Golden Palace. There was where, a sequel series. Yeah, where they didn't. They had Betty White and. It's basically, B. Arthur was like, "I'm too good for this. I'm leaving." Yeah, and so she left the show. Is but that they your... continued the show for almost two seasons? So Estelle Getty, Rue McClanahan, and Betty White bought a failing hotel, which, by the way, is like the most expensive hotel in Miami, <laughs> the actual building that they use. That's funny. And so they continued the show. Same exact premise. Also, Cheech Marin was on the Cheech show. Cheech Marin's on it. And I believe, wasn't Quentin Tarantino? Didn't he write a script or two for that show? What? I know that Quentin Tarantino got one of his films funded by playing an Elvis impersonator. That's what it was. Of the I knew no. he was connected to the show somehow. Oh my yeah. gosh. This is blowing my mind. This yeah. is crazy. He was right. also a script doctor on It's Pat. Really? Yeah. That awful movie yeah. based off of the Saturday Night Live yes. sketch? Speaking of a, something that has not aged well. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not. Of course not. Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, but the whole punchline was, no, I don't even want to talk about no, it. No, 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 we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we could all say funny things, one. but it would just go bad. Yes, it would <laughs> take a dark turn. Back to Peloton. Yes. Who's your favorite instructor? Okay. This is totally not the answer you're expecting. I only rode Cody for like the first month. And then I was like, let me try a couple other people. I have an emotional soul connection with Christine. Okay. Her and Matt are like the queen king of the Power Zone rides. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Christine does this thing, and I, I don't know, is this just audio or is it also... No, it's, it's both, it's, but it's, most people will only hear it. Yes. You guys might so, want to tune into YouTube, we, whatever's about to happen. <laughs> a little over, but you know how Christine, she'll be like riding and then she'll go quiet and then she'll just be like... <sighs> And like, look, you're into your soul. And for a while, I was like, that's so stupid. And now I'm like, oh, my God, she gets me. She totally gets me. And I will be a 50-year-old divorcee in the middle of Iowa riding this bike and just like going through all of my emotions. And I don't know where it all comes from, but she gets me to do things that I never thought I could do. You know, I'm right. I'm like... I am, I will, I can, I do, I am, I will, I can, I do. I'm so, I'm so. <laughs> well, that, that's, yeah, okay. Yeah. So 
Now, have you taken any of her non-Power Zone classes? They're good, too. Yeah. They're really good. I haven't done ridden a ride on the Peloton that I haven't, I have not gotten into. Okay. My husband has, but I have at least found some sort of positive takeaway out of every single ride. Okay. Got it. You sounded you sounded not sure though. You sounded a little little hesitant, hesitant. with that answer. I well <laughs> I mean there are, there are definitely are rides that are boring, right? Yeah, sure. I'm obsessed with the idea of longevity. Mm-hmm. So these 60 minute, 75 minute, 90 minute rides, those are the highest calorie burn you're going to get. You'll never even if you work your hardest at a 30 minute, you're never going to get that. Sure doing a 30 minute. And so for me, I would rather work a little less for a couple more minutes longer, because let's be honest, by the time you've stretched and you've done your warm up and your cool down and all that stuff, you might as well have just added a few minutes onto your ride Mm -hmm. and done a longer ride. And so I want to walk away feeling something from that. And I don't necessarily feel like I do with a 30 minute. Okay. Okay. Well, and the reason I was asking is because a lot of her classes that aren't power zone classes, and and I've noticed this on the longer format, I don't know about the shorter ones, I tend to not take those very often, but she has kind of that same mentality. She still takes you through a very similar setup as power zone. And so I was curious if you enjoyed them in the same way. For me, honestly, it's music. I'm just not a huge fan of her music. You might be too young. (laughs) Well, it's like, I don't know. It's like new age. The new wave stuff. I I love her, though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm willing to go on that ride with her. I don't know why that would affect a 30-minute versus a 60-minute, but that's the feeling I get. Maybe she sets up her playlist different. That's the cool thing about Peloton, though, right? It's like... That lots of options. Yeah, that doesn't work for you. But then, you know, something else does. And so that's okay. I mean, there's lots of people that love those classes. There's lots of people that only do power zone. There's lots of people that don't do power zone at all. You know, just that's I mean, that's I'm at the, the point part. where I have to do other rides because I've done every power zone ride. There's nothing left. <laughs> and so if I don't do another, because there's only so many times you can say, I am, I will, I can, I do. You know, there's because like I've heard you say it. And there was this one point where I pro- I promised myself I would do it every day. And there was this one point, Cody had a Christmas ride that was so easy. It was so easy. Uh, and this I did is a Christmas present <laughs> to you. <laughs> well, the shorts he was wearing were my Christmas present. <laughs> I, I have done ride four times, specifically because I promised myself I would do it, and I knew it was easy. Okay. And my calorie burn was awful. My output was awful. Everything was awful. But I like did it, so that's all I cared about. And now I promise I'm on day, I think 30 in a row of a thousand calories a day, a thousand calories burn a day. And I'm doing it today. I couldn't hit it in a 60, but I I was only 70 calories short. So I added a five minute cool down, but there are days I have to add a 15 minute cool down. Yeah. There are days that I have to add a 20 minute ride at the end of the night, which I've done. But for me, I, that's my goal right now. I'm on a 75-day stretch of attempting 1,000 calories wow. a day. Holy cow. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a whole lot. Wow. So uh, what is your leaderboard name? 
My leaderboard name is Equity Ben. There we go. Good, consistent branding. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Um, And so do you have any advice for people who are just finding Peloton? Oh, totally. If you're not in shape, it might be daunting. But the beautiful thing about Peloton, and I'm not selling you a Peloton. I'm not getting your money. The beautiful thing about Peloton, legit, there is a starting point. You can do slow, easy rides. And then all of a sudden, you'll find yourself going, oh, that was too easy. And then you'll try the next thing. And that'll be a little more difficult. And you move on and you progress. And all of a sudden, you're doing a 1,000 calories a day and, and in six months. And you didn't think you'd be able to do it. That's exactly right. That's fabulous yeah. advice. Very, very good. Absolutely. It's like I'm trying to think who I was talking to. I can't quite remember who, but we were talking about biking outdoors. And they said, oh, it's, it's so much different. I don't think you'd be able to do it. And I was like, I don't know. I haven't tried it. But at this point, I'm doing my resistance, you know, in zone five is at an 80. Yeah. Do, do, whoever said that to you is just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Just wrong. I'm not a huge outdoor rider and I can ride outside. So if I can do it and I have like the worst sense of balance in the world. I mean, I'm not a fast outdoor rider, but I can ride outside. You'd be fine. So whoever told you that they're just. I think I mean, not to be cocky and I'm not cocky. I really do think I mean, of course, I'll struggle with stuff, but I think I'll be able to do it. I'm not Christine. I'm not Matt. And I'm not Cody, but I could, I don't think I could keep up with them, but I think I could do a trail that, you know, it's my nanny. Like, why would my nanny say that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will say, I will say there's a big difference between outdoor bike riding and trail riding. Trail riding can be like super dangerous because it's like little tiny trails like this big and you have to keep your balance over like a river. Like, so... If that's what she was talking about, I take it back. Everything else you could totally do. (laughs) Now I feel dumb because I'm pretty sure that's what she's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least now you don't have to be mad at her anymore. Right, right. Now you can let it go. (laughs) There's this thing about me, though. It's like, don't tell me I can't do it. Is that stupid? No, no. I do the same thing. But I will say that I have tried riding a bike over like... There's this part, there's this park near here and it has uh, these like wooden slats that you have to ride over a basically a freaking ravine. I can't do it. I cannot do it because if you fall, if you lose your balance, you're going to fall into a gully. I cannot do it. I cannot go across I guess, it. I think there's a difference between like life and death and, <laughs> you know, telling me I can't do 20 miles outside. You can, yes. you can do 20 miles outside. I guarantee you, you can do that because I can do that easily. I can do... 30 miles. I've done 40 miles outside. You can totally do 20 miles outside. So so let me ask, because I've never done it. When you do a longer ride, like 30 miles outside, I'm assuming it's in you give yourself more time than an hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, when I've done it, it's been very leisurely, like totally leisurely. Like that might be like doing 30 miles is like three hours, you know, so I'm just like tooling along, going at my own pace. And I know that sounds so corny, but I mean, this is a Peloton podcast. Right, yeah. that, right now where I'm at, that sounds delightful. It, it's it's really nice, especially if the weather is is great outside and you can see lots of different things. It is really nice to do and to go with like friends. We have there's people that ride locally here and they've taken me on some rides. And one of the things that they wanted to try to teach me was to ride with the clipless pedals, which means that you like clip in and clip out just like you do on your Peloton bike. And right. um, that sounds like not a big deal because you've done it on your Peloton, right? But when you're doing it, when you're moving, it's a whole nother thing. 
because if you don't move them out at the the right place, you're going to fall. And so that's the only thing that I really struggled with once I got moving on the bike. That's really the only thing that I ever struggled with. Other than that, it's I mean, yes, you're going to have hills. You might go slower than, you know, people you're with. But but besides that, it's just it's just riding. It's just riding. I mean, let's be honest. The clipping in is, <laughs> you know, now it's like clip clip. Right. And actually, the bike is not in our bedroom, but it's connected to our bedroom. Yeah. And so if my husband is riding when I'm napping, he actually just told me this the other day. He won't unclip. He Aww. will take his shoes off and leave them on the bike clipped in so he doesn't wake me up. How nice is like, that? So I know, so sweet. And then 7.30 the other morning, I was like, clip, clip, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and shine. <laughs> I mean, to get stuff, uh, because an, an hour is a long time out of your day. It's also nothing in comparison to feeling good every yeah. day. Yeah. So I have made that conscious decision. But to get the things I need to get done sometimes in a day, I have to wake up at six and do it. And I hate waking up. But then it's like three minutes onto the bike. I'm like, this was already, it's like so worth it. I never thought in a million years I would be able to say, oh, I get that adrenaline rush that people talk about when it comes to exercise. But also, I don't feel like I'm exercising. (laughs) I mean, that's that the best part about Peloton. Yeah. I Yeah. You, you don't feel like you're exercising. You keep coming back, right? That's what people are like. Oh, it's so expensive. I'm like, no, it's not because I've never done any kind of other workout where I felt like it's not exercise and I keep coming back consistently. That's priceless to me. I don't know. The idea. So when we went to buy the Peloton, the cost per month, if we were to finance it, was what we were paying to be in our gym a month anyway. Oh, well, there you go. But we didn't finance. We just paid cash. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that for $40 a month, I could do whatever I want on this bike. (laughs) Like after a year, we would have already spent that money at the gym. And now we have that bike for however long it lasts. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people like to talk about like it's this super expensive thing. But when you map out the value compared to gym membership, if a bike is why you're going to the gym. Especially when you have two people in your home. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and, and, you know, my mom, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Peloton doesn't hear that part. She's using her login. I mean, you can have seven people. You know, yeah. it's Fair like enough. Netflix. Yep. You can yeah. have seven people. I'm, exactly we're not right. breaking the rules for Peloton. <laughs> I will say that uh, people have said, what are you, rich? And I was like, no, Trump and, oh, my God, Biden. How I forgot the president's name. I might need to have my brain checked. Trump and Biden with the stimulus checks both bought my, I mean, they bought my bike. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, it was, I was not expecting that money. They bought my bike. So well, I'm, I'm glad that you yeah. got one. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before we go, remind everybody or, or tell them, I can't remember if we got that far, where they can find you on it's the internet. It's so easy. I'm on Instagram at Equity Ben. I am on TikTok at Equity Ben. And of course, my leaderboard name at Equity Ben. I ride every single day, roughly between the window of 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm on there every day, every single day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Awesome. (laughs) And now I can't even miss holidays because my dumb, dumb in-laws have one too. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a fun interview. Definitely. And uh, so a little little, uh, button on that story. So we talked about 
in the interview uh-huh. about how he was the host of the Hoop to Do review, mm-hmm. and you were called up on stage during the Hoop to Do review. Yes, and in a jaw dropping coincidence, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you will see the photo. It's crazy. There is Crystal and our guest. In the hoop to do review together in 2009, and this is during the time period that he was not the regular. Uh, the regular. Host. So uh, he told me that chances were two percent that this would occur. So it was freaking meant to be. Yeah. And obviously, this is before he lost all his weight. And, so and before you had a Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peloton didn't even exist whenever this picture right. was taken. How insane is that? that that's just mind blowing. <laughs> that of all the all the. Just the people you could run across. There you, you know go. what? I just said 2009. That is not true. It was 2013. Oh, there we go. Yeah, because you're you're uh, this this was it. no. I don't know why where I got 2009, but it was 2013. So Peloton did exist, but it was not but, existing in my life yet. Right. <laughs> but just it just barely, barely. existed. Yeah. Barely. It was just a twinkle in John Foley's eye. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, <laughs> I just thought that was fascinating. That that what are the odds we interview him? You know, almost you know, almost a decade later. It's crazy, is what it is. Him. Oh, I yeah. love it, and he was stunned and loved it too. He totally. was so happy to see this. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, I guess that's it for this episode. What pray tell do you have in store for people next week? We're gonna talk to Candy Simone next week. Or was it Simony? Now I'm second guessing myself. Um, but uh, Candy is going to be joining us and uh, she has quite a story to share with us. So make sure that you tune in. And until then, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And you can see all the uh, the episodes at youtube.com slash the clip out. You can watch them in video glory, and that's fun. It is. So anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And running.